This week on the Push Lights podcast, Chris Hemsworth, Monty Panasar, and the Dimmer Switch Theory. Sounds like a Harry Potter book. One, you're here with fitness influencer Tom Hall. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with the, myself, Damik. Did the did the thing come up? Is that good? No, yeah, and me, Tom Hall. Influencer, bicep curl, oh, he- oh, health, health, health influencer, or whatever. Oh, well, just a just a yeah. I sent it to Dan today. It just popped up in my like explore feed. I was like, what's this? Um, I was like, Monty Panasar. <laughs> If you know, if anybody knows who Monty Panasar is, um, I implore you to go look at his Instagram page right now. Three hundred thousand followers, doing all right, isn't he? I'd imagine all of them are. Well, yeah, the cricket fans, yeah. cricket fans. <laughs> but he's uh, going after the fitness. He's in our realm now, mate. He's going after the fitness industry. So he is. He is. I'd be, yeah, I'd be worried based off of the quality of the content. Um, didn't really I, know I what he was if... saying because he was definitely talking Hindi for most of it, wasn't he? Um, yeah. I wonder if, again, in his community, whether he is in shape, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, a few of the comments were a bit like, not being funny, Monty, but why are you giving out this advice? Like, again, quite funny. Um, but I do wonder if, yeah, for his sort of demographic, he, actually, he is actually in shape. Who knows? Who knows if... But yeah, if you want any tips on some bicep girls or... Uh, did Were you serious when you wrote back to me? You were like, do you, do you think he's just... Forgot to take off the fitness influence a bit of the, the video, but um, yeah, it looked like it was. A, it, it looked to me like it was a pre. It was like a pre-made template that you just forgot to take. Yeah, out it the definitely name was. Of the fitness yeah, influencer, yeah. and then like the the name of the exercise. Um. Like, yeah, and then but then on the other ones it was like health influencer, nutrition influencer, um, and then it was just like oh, well, I didn't see the one. Yeah, and all the other ones like if you scrolled through it, um, yeah. Just him sitting there eating a banana, like explaining in Hindi why a banana's good, or like yeah, and then doing like this. A, this helped me bowl a cricket ball really, really hard. A, a, a CrossFit workout that you can do at home, and it was like uh, really rapid, like step ups, and then like one of those little run up and down the rebot step, that kind of thing. Not actually oh, good, and then like angle. some some star jumps, jumping jacks, and then something else. Yeah. It's like two, one minute of these and then rest and then one minute of these and then rest. And I was just like, I hope you didn't do this when you were playing cricket at like the ECB. Like, I'm pretty sure you didn't because I know the, I was like, I know the SNC coach for Essex and he also does like uh, Surrey, um, the Surrey whomevers for the, the Blitz and stuff like that and the 100. And I'm like, he's pretty clued up. He does, he does good SNC work. I'd imagine the SNC at England is just, as good as that though um but i don't know well this is the thing isn't it you just don't know tom <laughs> you would always assume like it would be good but i think you only have to look know. at fucking football clubs you know that kind of thing have to look at that to realize maybe maybe yeah it's, it's gotten in my gotten in my grills this week as well because i also i screenshotted that obviously and sent it to you and there was another thing i screenshotted um was an advert and obviously this guy's done been the rounds before is uh chris hemsworth and yes. obviously good actor whatever funny as what he does like thor and stuff and obviously he did like stuff with ross edgley and we you know geared geared out of his brain like let's let's not be anything yeah, fun about that he's not, clearly not on gear um <laughs> and then advertising obviously for he he has his workout app and then the the sponsored ad that I got hit by was 
do Chris Hemsworth 15 minute banded workout guaranteed to pack on the muscle (laughs) just like really Chris like 15 minutes and banded and I was like fuck me like uh, no just no it's just annoying isn't it it's just just re- it, I don't know why it, it grilled me. Obviously, I didn't, I didn't leave a comment or anything like that. I'm not, I'm, I didn't grill me that enough. I was just like, really? Oh, dear. Yeah, I feel like it's just, I feel like it's, again, it's just, it's just selling out, isn't it? It's just saying stuff for the sake of saying it. But he doesn't need to. Like, he obviously gets paid millions from his fucking acting obviously, gigs. Obviously, yeah, but it's not him, is it? It's, it's not him. It's his marketing He's a part owner. Behind. He's a part owner of the app. He's the face of it, right? Yeah. That's the reality of it. And, um, um, yeah. yeah, it's just a 15 minutes a day better than something like that. It was like, yeah, you burn more calories doing 15 minutes a day than an hour of running. I was like, probably don't. Hour running burns a lot of um, calories. Yeah, running is probably one of the most calorie burning <laughs> things you can do. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, very odd. Yeah. Like, I think it's important as well for coaches, though, because they don't actually immerse themselves enough in that sort of stuff. They see it and they just go, oh, look at shit. But they don't understand or look at it and go, why, yeah, but why is why are people buying it? Why are people interested in that? Why is that speaking to someone at their level? You know, there's all different levels to this. Um, yeah. You know, people are still asking those questions. They are still wanting to get pack on muscle with a band. It's like, really? Well, we yeah, talk yeah, about we it, don't that, we? Right? Like, there's a, there's a good way of like, going on those adverts or those posts and stuff and then going into the comment section and being that small fish of like nipping yeah. people like well, you're the one that can that, reply to them the yeah big like, aren't reply. The, the big accounts aren't gonna reply and then you go and like answer the questions that are within that yeah you might get some shit off people but then you might get some people who you're offering genuine advice who might come and follow you uh, if, if you've got your page set up correctly you talked about that previously um which is uh is something yeah which i've noticed as well because obviously there's like tactics and stuff that you do like in terms of follows and people who follow you back and stuff like that about ideal clients and all that kind of stuff and i've noticed within my outreach more recently because i've probably got my page more set up for exactly what i'm preaching and who i go after my follow back ratio is pretty fucking high right now um in terms of going through that and i'm like good that is good. I've definitely noticeable distance from now, from like about three, four, five, six months ago. So, which yeah. is which is cool. But but it definitely does resonate for it's just like what you're preaching for. What are you there for? Why why is somebody looking at your account for what? Um, also, like and also as well, take, it's that first interaction with them is a positive one. Like you said, where if you're leaving a comment about a question they have and you're answering it, yeah. well, they're gonna check out your page. Oh, I see this guy knows what he's talking about. Rather than just following them randomly, it's not going to be as effective as leaving a comment and involving yourself in someone's community, involving yourself within that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, beyond just great post, dude. Oh. <laughs> I got a really weird one, like I think, uh, but it was so generically like long. What was it today? Uh, I remember you posted. Didn't you post a new story? I've seen it. I think I felt like you. No, I didn't. Well, actually, I had one lad. Um, the first time ever. Uh, someone I did actually I screenshotted it and uh, I wasn't going to send it to you or talk about it or put it on a story um, I had one videographer the first time a cold outreach videographer has ever number one opened correctly and then number two 
has stuff on his page and number three sent me stuff of his work like or like this is what i do for fitness people like yourself tom um where was it i actually was like and i wrote back to him i was like dude well done i was like i've already got one thank you but he was like good yeah good day um i'm not sure if you're going to see this but your content is amazing blah 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 caught my attention i was like thank you um if you'll give me a chance i can edit your videos and reels and become your video editor here's one of my works i would love to work with you and then i cl actually clicked on his profile because normally you click on the profile and we've been we've talked about it before and they have no no, no work mm -hmm. like he's actually got he's like this is for this person this is for this person this is for this person and i was like finally a video it's shockingly if a video editor shows the work that they do for their clients that they posted yeah. With you're that. more like more likely and i was like oh, i'll save you actually because yeah if you keep adding to that and you get a bigger portfolio of like say 500 posts on there from other coaches and other people i might come back to you uh, yeah but yeah it's, it's it's baffling as well to me that coaches can't see it in themselves do you know what i mean they're happy to strike yeah. people off and go oh they just do how it's just this just this it's like yeah but when i go to your page you ain't got any results you don't talk about this sort of shit and you're doing the same yeah. thing, you know. Um, it's it's a, it's the thing that coaches are missing a trick. And I, I've got a um, I've got a story to post tomorrow because I don't post all my gold in one day. You know, I like to sort of like I like to sort of you know Save siphon it off a little bit. Yeah. So I'll give it. I'll give a bit of a sneak peek to those on the podcast because I don't mind because you're you're here. Um, then there's the uh, where have I got it? Oh, it's in my drafts, isn't it? Um, I put coaches. This is one of the things you know, I do coaches and also coaches. Coaches, I can't understand why my audience aren't engaging with my content. Also, coaches, hire a VA to manage their DMs because they don't like speaking to people. Hire someone to create carousel posts for them. Post trending motivational audio over, over a montage of them in an ice bath. Yeah. The reason they're not engaging with you is because you're not engaging with them. Like, do you know what I mean? It's that whole thing of like, come on, like, it's not rocket science here. It's like, you're not putting out, you're not engaging, you're not going to find people, you're not going to comment on stuff, you're not actively using Instagram as it's supposed to be used. Why would anyone use Instagram on your page for how it's intended to be used and comment on your stuff? Yeah. And it's the whole thing, they just don't see and understand the social aspect of it. They just want to hide away. Um, and, you know, we used to do it in person, we used to get, you know, PTs and moan about their client numbers, but then hide away in the office and never talk to a single fucking person in the gym. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, then they go into the office. Oh, I'm going to just look for clients on Instagram. They're all out there, mate. Like, they're literally walking <laughs> Yeah, out. you're in a gym. They don't know, how, they don't know how to use machines. They're struggling. Thousand members. They're, you know, not seeing results. Mm. Oh, baffling. Absolutely baffling. But, you know, people do the same on Instagram. They moan about this stuff. It's just, yeah. I, I had this one from a, I don't know what he does, actually. I clicked on his thing, but commented, thanks for the tip. Looking back when I first started training and had absolutely no clue what I was doing. Laughing face. I can't help but imagine you or someone else watching me like, what the fuck is this kid up to? But thanks to awesome people like you, I can proudly say I've made some solid progress. I'm definitely giving this a shot in my next workout. Thanks for sharing. Let's keep pushing each other and crush those goals together. I was like, it's so generic that you, I was, I read it and I was like, it's so in depth and so lovely, but it's so generic. It could be on any video. And I was like, and I, I clicked on the reel that it was on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a VBT like uh, test. And I was like, hmm. 
you normally just go off and do one of these in, in your uh, in your workout. You've probably got a purpose to do to a VBT like seventy five to one hundred percent body weight. It's not a generic. I'm just have a just have a go. All right, good. Um, yeah. Considering you didn't mention <laughs> didn't mention VBT or anything like that. Um, yeah. So quite funny. Also, yeah, it's when it's like a post that's like from a little bit a while ago as well. I'm like, that was like over a week ago. Like, all right, it's fine. Don't just be like the yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's yeah, to dip into our Instagrams in there, Dan. Um, oh, it's always always well. fun. I've got a few few at the moment. I've got about five or six kind of non replies. Hey Tom, just sticking my head out again. Hey, just making sure you didn't forget about me. Crying face. Um, I did forget about it. Go on. <laughs> so yeah, notice how uh, you haven't moved from my requests into my uh, my primary or my general. So you definitely definitely not to be in my primary. Oh. Do people do that? Do you do you tell people to do that just for a, an inkling? I'm sure people. I'm hoping people do do this. Um, in terms of primary, are like my clients and my friends, and then general is like possibly people I'm talking to and I'll interact with. But it so it doesn't like clog up. Do you do that or not? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good people. Do, oh, show. Sure. People don't don't realize. I'm just like it's just an easy way of sorting people. Like yeah. Um, so and it does so because you obviously don't get notified right by the general stuff. It's just like it's there, and you'll get back to it as when when hopefully you have your your scheduling um, all good. But anyway, we we digressed into we went very hard very early there, Dan. That was like two minutes in, and we kind of were given value. Uh, something's wrong. Sorry. Um, wow. No, you've never. There we go. Either. Bring the time straight away. You've yeah. never given that much value two minutes in. Dan's no. still kissing. Dan's still kissing neck. Then uh, he's oh, absolute, yeah, absolute foreplay machine. Is this lad? That's what he's known as. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or it's already finished. He would have done by now. So one of those two things. Yeah. Um, so I've got some. In, I guess this week. Yeah, I've got some interesting news. I'm moving facilities, which is fun. Um, I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, and some a couple of people took it up, to, took me up on it. I think I did one three, four weeks ago um, over East um, of like one-off sessions. And I'm going to, I'll say it just on the podcast. If you're in London and I'm going to be training in a new facility, I'm literally doing one-off. I realized, right, this is like under half price for me. I'm just going to be doing a 50 quid session um, for one-off. If you ever want to come and do a session with me. You charge me more than that to spend time on holiday. I know it's insane. Uh, it's how bad you are at golf. I might, um, I might, I might yeah, sign up for some. I don't realize it's like in the grand scheme of things, people will be like, "Fucking hell, I'm fifty quid." Like bearing in mind, I charge a lot more than that um, between the the hundred and hundred twenty pound an hour mark. But obviously, that's because of the area that I operate in. Um, but I would like to get some people who, yeah, who just want to come in and take some tips and have a little look at stuff. And it's what I charge like for between like 50 and 60 quid for like a top-up session on like if my online clients want to come and have a session with me. So I'm open that out just until the end of the year, basically to get embedded into this new place uh, until um, just because I want to, I want to do some sessions there basically. And December is traditionally a little bit more quiet. So if anybody is around in London and you have my Instagram, then let me know. I'm quite happy to do that. Um, Obviously I've got my own work, but yeah, I'm assuming that there's not going to be like, flocks of people but if there's two or three that are in london and want a session then um let's have a coffee absolutely fine but yeah it's exciting so i had my i went to forced social interaction drinks yesterday 
which is always fantastic, isn't it? Those nights. Um, you love that. Yeah. <laughs> and being like, you can probably like hear my voice. I had to re- record a YouTube video yesterday as well. Um, but I'd off put it for like a week because I, as soon as I got back from Dubai, like the day after the podcast we recorded, I fell sick. I was like, brilliant, wonderful, um, dying, all good. Um, my nasally voice. So I really, I went and had a couple of drinks and probably felt even worse yesterday. Um, yeah, today's the first day of actually working. Just you feel so lethargic, right? You're just like, yeah. like on fir- Thursday when I, I first got hit down by it, I knew I had to do check-ins. I didn't start my check-ins till three p.m. I was just like, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they lasted my check-ins. Normally, I can get my check-ins done in a day and a half, and uh, they lasted till Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> so I just scraggled through. I was just like, oh God. I was like, apologies. I was like, I know. I just sent out comms. I was like, I know I'm gonna miss something. I know I am. I'm just not there. So I I think people realize I'm human. So that's right. Um generally people, if you do an okay job, people are usually okay with you. So it's fine. Um yeah, but that'll be exciting. I'll send you some pictures. But what is the more exciting thing, Dan, is if it is it exciting? I don't know. Maybe you can be a guest on the podcast at some point. I realise he's probably looking for for guests. But Stephen Bartlett is uh, I've met him twice now, twice, three times. Um, met him, opened the door for him. Didn't say thanks. Sorry. Um, I know. Fucking, he's tiny as well. I can smash him. Um, he's tall, is he? <laughs> he's not massive. No, that's about your height. So yeah, oh, he's massive then. What are you talking about? <laughs> um. Yeah, so he was at the like drinks yesterday, and he went and trained himself. Um, so I'm obviously more infatuated that uh, John Snow, uh, Kit Harrington trains at the other one. That's a lot. That's a lot cooler. He's tiny. He's like five five. It's like madness. You're always like, what? But no, it's he crazy. Game of Thrones. He's Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. He trains at the other one. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who ends up training at this one. I might actually do some outreach and try and get some uh, higher. Uh, celebrity status clients I think that'd be more fun maybe um, instead of my boring ones that I have currently the boring ones the, the boring ones that are like CEOs of companies and directors and stuff like that it's like ah, actually yeah, important people. yeah important people but yeah not in the public eye <laughs> yeah. the people who end up like having to go to like uh, round circle round tables for like government stuff and you're like yeah, yeah. that's not that's not fun is it it's like yeah Tom I'm, in, I'm, I'm quoted in here and like Nah, but are you on OK Magazine? No. All right. Right, so have you done a film? No. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. Where's your documentary? Like, yeah, OK. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. So on that, Stephen Bartlett, um, everybody knows him from Diary of the CEO and the slightly questionable guest that he's getting on recently. But I will be going to, I think he re- launched it on his social media or stuff like that. I've got an invite because I'm so special. Um because I, I was one of the select few that opened the club. I know. Look at me. Me. I know. It's almost like I do my job well. Um, and then it does help that I've been in Marlebone for like nine years building my business. And I was like, yeah, I, I know everything around here. And uh, yeah, we're doing, there's a fireside chat. I didn't know what that meant. Um, with Stephen Bartlett on Friday. Um, what does fireside chat mean? Fireside chat. I think it means there's a fire. I I thought he was like, that'd be great if Stephen Bartlett's showing me around health and safety. Um, these are the fire. Yeah. So that's this his job. Here's what you do to build a fire. Here's how you a, put a, a fire out. A fireside chat is an informal conversation between a moderator and 
It says her guest. I'm assuming it could be his guest. Interestingly, the term was used to describe a series of 30 evening radio addresses given by President Franklin Roosevelt. Lovely. All right, so he's doing like a, like, I think like a Q&A on how to build a successful health-based business or something like that. Um, but before we go, we had to submit a question. I don't know if I told you the question I submitted to him previously. And yeah. uh, so I asked, because everybody's going to be going with like, so what do you think I should be doing? What's the future of health, fitness or health? What I should be invested in? He's going to be like investing in Zoe Project, investing in Whoop, because those are all yeah. the companies he's invested in. Um, yeah, you should be buying these products. And we're really thinking HRV is a really big thing right now. Or yeah, intolerance setting or stuff like that. So I asked, I asked the question: um, What is your favorite dinosaur? Why wouldn't you? That is the question I've submitted. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Just imagine of all the things you had, you had the opportunity to ask Stephen Barlow that question, right? Of all the questions you've ever asked him. But this, the reason why I did it, because I was like, they were selecting a few members and I was like, I'm going to submit that question. And they were going to submit, like, get them based off the submissions of the questions or what questions they're going to ask. And then I just knew, I knew that, like, obviously, no offense to the people that work at these, these facilities and stuff. They're very serious. You know the types that don't quite, yeah. they take themselves a little bit too seriously. And I was yeah. like, that's just not me, unfortunately. Like there, there's time for serious chat, but I'm like, it's Friday night. Fuck me. We're all, am I here to like learn? Probably not. I'm just here to see what he's got to say. Um, yeah. If I, I'm not probably going to take anything away. I don't think I'm not going to be in that mindset. Not that, I don't know. Actually, no. <laughs> it's the same old thing right i'm just like is it going to be empowering is it that i don't i don't think i'm that personality to get empowered by like yeah, yeah. also i'm gonna walk away and be like i'm gonna change my life now <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. think i am like as awful as that's i'm probably more i'm more motivated by people like you like my my close friends who are successful and then i'm like oh what are they doing to like different walks of life or people from the same walk of life and doing certain mm -hmm. things. I think I'm more empowered by my social circles more than some greater esteemed person. I'm like, I must you mean be you don't like get that. motivated by someone who has a Rolex and posts on Instagram and don't think not like, really. No, you want to aspire to be like, no, no. I mean, no. I'm going to be enjoying like snap hooking things on that power five next time I'm out. So Wait, we're playing that course every single time now. <laughs> just that whole, uh, right? Yeah. Just, <laughs> just over and over. We'll again, just yeah. load up on like range bulls and uh just Easy. start teeing up and we'll be like, right, Mike, what we want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna tee off every ball, please. Like, I think his to... I think his aim would drastically improve though if he had <laughs> <the> motivation. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we don't know. We don't know. People are like, oh no, mate. It's fine. I think people know who it is. Um, but yeah, that'd be interesting. Obviously, I'll report back on my fireside chat um and what yeah. I took away. I'll take my notes. I probably won't take a notepad, if I'm honest. Um well you yeah. you would, I don't even know if you'd be able to spell his favorite dinosaur, mate. So yeah, I wouldn't worry about taking notes, just make sure <laughs> you it. I've just got to remember that I've got to, I've got to know my favorite dinosaur. So Correct. Which, when when I was younger, I was a big fan of the Brachiosaurus or the Brontosaurus. And those are those big fuckers, like the really, really big ones that could, mm. they were leaf eaters, but they 
were like way bigger than t-rexes they were the ones that like the t-rex didn't go at because yeah. they were like there's kind of a 50 50 chance that t-rex is gonna die um so yeah, it's yeah. gonna stomp on you like that exactly big. yeah so yeah. yeah those are always my favorite not like stegosaurus didn't like stegosaurus he was a bit weak when he like he had the spikes but he had this it was it was it always like oh that, they have the brain the size of a walnut or something like that that's how big like, their brain because they weren't very smart were they um, yeah, yeah, I think um, I think for me, I did like a Velociraptor. The speed, do you know what I mean? The well, speed when, that they can move. Just yeah. remember when we were growing up, hundred percent, you would have been into this as well because that was there was like the first like animation kind of thing was walking with dinosaurs, and it was on like BBC yeah. like Sunday night, right? And we yeah, would have yeah. like got to know about dinosaurs. I think that's our kind of age group were infatuated with that. Um, yeah, because we we're like, oh, I'm gonna watch walking with dinosaurs, brontosaurus or brachiosaurus, big long neck fuckers. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Um, I'm gonna have to have a good fact. I feel I, if he doesn't have one under the, I'm like, year year three, year four, me is gonna be very upset. So, yeah, I think he, I think he's gonna not take that seriously. I just think he'll just be like, oh, T Rex, because big. <laughs> I don't think he's going to think about it as much as he should do. Yeah, he's too serious, isn't he? Too serious. That's my view. That's my. No, that's what I think is going to happen, mate. Just he's not going to beat Peter Jones on TikTok views with that attitude. So, what's Peter Jones got? Well, Peter Jones always brings it up on uh, uh, Dragon's Den, doesn't he? Because Peter jo- Peter Jones is legitimately a billionaire now, um, and uh, but he's done one TikTok ever. And it has got more views than any Stephen Bartlett TikTok. (laughs) And he always brings it up because he's like, how many views? You say you're the king of social media and how many views have your TikTok got? (laughs) He's like, I've only ever done one and it's got more views than any video you've ever done. Uh, (laughs) It's quite quite funny. Um, Yeah, very odd. But more views than me as well. Mate, TikTok side note, but I'm just not consistent enough. I know that, but yeah, I think the people that seem to be successful on TikTok seem to post like three, four, five, six times a day, like of very oh, similar yeah. things. That's the, the only best. people that they're just like that's what they do. Um, it's absolutely mad. Like, I don't know how to do it unless I, the only way I think I could do that is because obviously I use uh, something called Opus Clip for the podcast uh, stuff. When so I take the anybody realizes long form content and they don't want to sit there and do this use opus clip that you get you can do it for free for a little bit you take a long form piece of content like i take the podcast put 40 minutes of the podcast in i type in keywords so today i could type in dinosaur stephen bartlett i could type in chris hemsworth and it will give me up to like minute 90 second clips or you can like auto and it'll pick out it'll give you a score of how good it is or whatever and it takes that and puts it into a short short form clip i've kind of forgotten where i'm going with this but that would be the only that would be the only way i could do that because it could give me like 20 clips and i could post that all week but mm. again i could but i feel like i'd be bored out of my fucking brain doing that yeah uh, maybe i should i should make a different another tiktok account and it would just be push for podcast and it'll be just relentless of those Every single like six times a day, see what happens. I mean, it might be Why a fun, might, might little project. That might be fun. Oh, uh, it's just the I have to hire a VA to comment, won't I? So. Well, yeah, to do all that stuff, and then you have to buy Rolex as well. So, oh yeah, shit. 
What are you talking about? I've got my Garmin. Mine, oh, does, you, does, does your Rolex count steps? Well, no. That's no. The well, 1 0. 1 0 Rolex and Garmin. Yeah, good. And it tells me how much percentage battery is left. Does Rolex That's handy, that. that I don't not. think so. No. It tells me the date. Yeah. If Rolex probably tells you the date. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Nice. Right, the uh, the only thing I really wanted to talk about, I made a post uh, yesterday. Um, it's definitely along the lines of, I don't know if it happens in nutrition. I don't know if it happens on people. Like, yeah, 100%, we can apply this to business because it definitely is something that resonates that I talk about um, and definitely something that's gone on at me about now and it kind of hit home and it definitely is something you do massively. Um, and I talked about dimmer switches in training because um, I think um, it's then, it's, since entering, entering, um, getting a lot more high rocks based athletes and uh, obviously S&C and stuff um, is kind of my forte and applying this to business, applying this to, I don't know, nutrition, probably not so much, but definitely on the scale of training. I think people get too infatuated or not infatuated at all about training phases. And they say like, I am going to be training for strength, this block. And they fucking forget about everything else. And you're like, all right, we still have certain things we need to train 100%, but there's going to be other stuff that we should not train, like aerobic capacity, like this kind of stuff. Um, I think people go too far one way or the other. So I obviously, obviously I dig at the high rocks and CrossFit community. That's going to be the theme for the next month um, about what they do in terms of their training. They're very much like all or nothing kind of personalities. Um, which probably isn't the best progress, right? There's the whole kind of running community of like zone two runs. You've kind of got to go slow to go fast, that kind of thing, especially in like business. Like Dan will probably resonate of like, you probably still need to do the boring, slow shit every day to get where you want to be by the end of the mm-hmm. wherever, um, which is the fancy stuff. Um, but which like highlighted in training, I've heard a couple of my like favorite coaches talk about it before. And I was like, actually I can repurpose this. And like, yeah, I do this. I was like, we have, and I put it in a high rocks post and I just was like, look for high rocks. These are the key indicators for whether you're going to be good at fitness. If I had 12 weeks to do, I would be like, right for three weeks, I'm going to have two things cranked up on my dinner switch. And then I'm going to crank some other stuff just down, not turn it off. We're not, we're still going to train it, but we're going to make sure it doesn't get worse but we're going to focus on the stuff and make that better. And then for weeks four to six, we switch it over. So we, we now we're cranking other stuff up like aerobic capacity or like strength. And then we tone down strength, endurance and high rocks specific work. And then for, if we were 12 weeks out, we have like six weeks to go. Maybe for the next three weeks, we go, all right, out of those four things, what do you suck at most? Let's, put that as the crank up that's going to get more overload and we tone down the other ones and then if we're three weeks out from competition we just slowly turn the dimmer switches down so we're ready to peak and that would be cool that's an easy way of like knowing what's happened but we never turn things off we're never going right no more aerobic work so all right well we're not going to cut it out totally i think a lot of people go all right well i've done hinge work for or deadlift work for three months i'm not gonna do that next month you're like no we still yeah. need to do some hinge work <clears throat> even if it's at 60 percent, even if it's just like i do a lot of speed work or pause work or just perfect form work with people i'm like cool you don't need to do three sets of six or three sets of eight like two times a week on your hinge pattern it's fine it's not gonna get worse but it's enough load to keep it there and keep what we've already built um just so you kind of 
tick it over and we focus on something else and we crank that up. How would you apply that? How would you apply my amazing analogy uh, to business? Because you're, oh, we you're do now same, we do the same business thing. guru. Yeah, we do the same thing with business stuff. Like if someone's launching a group coaching program, for example, you would say, well, you're still going to post normal content. You're not just going to always post selling the group coaching. You're going to ramp it up. You're going to ramp up the selling of it. But it doesn't mean you just every single post is about it. You still need to post some funny stuff, relatable stuff, personal stuff as well. So we do exactly the same thing. We kind of have like each 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 part of content. So for example, you might have personal content so that's related to you. You might have niche specific content. You might have brand related content, which is you and like your brand and what that brings, what that adds to your niche. Um, and then you may have social proof, for example. So they're the four kind of pots you have of different types of content you will post. Um, and that each of those things bring different characteristics. And at different time periods, like you said, you're just having a switch between, right, well, we're going to post one personal one humorous thing, one brand related stuff and three social proof because we're going to push for clients soon. So it's like, well, we need a build up of that. But you're not going to not post personal stuff. Like you said, it's just about taking how many from each pot. So if you like to say you want to post eight times in a week, on any given week, you might take two from each pot because it's four pots. But as time goes on, you might go, well, I'm just going to do one, one, one and, and four. And you go, okay, cool. That's what I'm going to post. Um, we do exactly the same thing. Again, same with emails, same with, with stories, loads of stuff. Like, again, when you push in that lead magnet, it's free list. And we go through different months of the year where each month is a different focus of the of, of the month in terms of what we're trying to push more of. So during that month and so in content, you might have 40% of your content is from one pot. But over the weeks, it's split up more evenly than that. So you would never know to look at someone's feed that, oh, they're, they're doing that or they're doing that. It's done subtly and it's done in a way that's done so that all the other stuff is still there so you don't completely forget about it. But like you said, a lot of coaches... Yeah. They'll just do a week of selling and then a week of trending audio and a week of selling and then a week of nothing and then a week of selling. And it's like, well, you never fucking get anywhere doing that. People just yeah. get so bored and switch off with it. You still need the undertones of your whole brand throughout it. Um, yeah, we see it a lot all the time, like all the time with people. They don't they don't focus on that sort of stuff. And you're you bang on as well. Like, because the other thing that that happens is that when you don't have those weeks where you do all or nothing. Funnily enough, you don't, it's almost like a self-fulfilling cycle where if you go all or nothing, you have to go all or nothing on the next thing because you didn't do any strength during your very weeks. You have to go all out on strength. Whereas if you have enough of everything going through it, you don't need to do the all bit because you've got enough of a baseline and enough of a buffer there to go, actually, I can still go back to that. As soon as I start ramping up slightly, I've already got a good baseline, so I know I'm going to improve from that. So it's, it's remembering that as well. Like You don't need to just switch it off completely because you're back to square one. You've got to do all the groundwork again. So that takes time and effort. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure, see that. 100%, because, yeah, I think, well, you can, as I'm sure you can give examples for, like, when you're talking about your members group, you'll have certain, I know when you have certain weeks or a certain few weeks that you're like, right, talk about members group, only members group, you're only ever talking about the members group. It's like, mm -hmm. let's, let's really publicize that. You want as many people in it, help as many coaches through that as possible as anything. And you'll probably see uh, right now, um, I'm obviously trying to get as many coaches into testing. And I did every other, if you've probably noticed through my feed for the last two weeks, every other day is me talking through a test or doing a test within the combine. So that, but that's content for a full month. And I'm just doing day on, day off, day on, day off, day on, day off, day on, day off of combine testing. Um, hopefully people get bored of it, but the day off is, is exactly that from a different part. I did a post about golf. I did a post about like, this kind of coaching education that kind of thing and then the day on simply for me is the branding work of the combine stuff 
Uh, which is obviously because I'm trying to get more coaches, more people into testing because it's fun. It, you should be doing it, that kind of seeing where you're at. Um, but yeah, you'll notice that over my content over the next, I think I've got another like, I don't know, three weeks of doing that. But it's, yeah, with that, it becomes, I feel like scheduling becomes easier as well because you're like, all right, I can already see what I should be posting. You stop second guessing yourself as much. Um, certainly something that has been good for me over the last like, three four five months um and i'm yeah i'm not perfect down been doing it fucking far longer than i am but yeah it's only dipping my toe into this world really and i'm fucking two years in essentially um, i'm not perfect I, I, this thing is like again it's 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 not being perfect is it right it's just about being a bit better than you used to be or, or understanding it i think i've just learned from mistakes where i've done that and gone right and does something work does it and you see it enough with enough coaches and you do enough things and you realize that it's just a better way of, of doing it and and yeah i think i think as well like there's always that element of, I think when you're trying to build a new habit, that the effort it takes to sustain it and start it is much more at the start than it is once you've been doing it for six months. Then it becomes automatic and it doesn't even require yeah. thoughts. And now we don't think about it. Like you just said there, you are oh, noticed you do these and like probably not conscious. It's me and Mike have had a chat and gone, right, members group next two weeks. Cool. And we just do it naturally. We just yep. know what we're doing. And we know that it leads on from the last thing that we've done because we're always thinking that we step ahead. We know what we're doing with it all. Um, I think that's the other thing is it's always hard at the start. It's always hard to get your head around it, think about it, and you have to plan it. And it's like, oh, it takes up a bit of headspace and energy. Yeah, it does to start with. Of course it does, just like anything. Um, yeah, that's the main thing I would say is it just then becomes second nature, I suppose, once you find something that works. Correct. Lovely. I hope people uh, take that into account, apply it. Um, dimmer switches, pots, whatever. I've talked about like buckets, buckets of fitness before. I think within the PT core, if anybody's ever done that, I think there's like seven, seven buckets. I think we talk about, um, and you're like, you need something in every bucket. We've got to fill every bucket before we go on to like certain things. Um, yeah. and that becomes a, a complete general kind of programming. Um, yeah, fill your bucket anyway. All right. We're almost coming to a close now because Dan's a tired little boy. And we may not have a podcast for a couple of weeks because, uh, yeah, Dan's traveling the world. Oh, he's coming back to England. He's got busy, busy uh, bee. Busy bee. Busy, busy, busy. Um, so, yeah, Tom's going to need to find a guest or... I might, I might find a guest. I'm sure I'm sure I can wrangle someone. Um, I'm sure someone wants to come. Does someone want to chat to me? Or should I just have a couple of evenings off? Maybe. Maybe. Or should, Maybe I'm not going to do a show. I'm not going to do a show like podcast because... I think I've done one no of them before done. and I I just I'm, I always like I don't I don't like listening to them like obviously I don't listen to my so my own solo podcasts but it's very different like a solo YouTube has like stuff going on right and you're showing people stuff and it's more like a lecture talk seminar kind of thing like solo podcasts are always a bit confusing to me um yeah. I think you need the at least two voices in there uh the conversational style because you want to be part of the conversation, right? That's the whole point of a podcast. You should want right. to be here to like, I'm hoping everybody's sitting in their cars and their headphones and trying to chime in and then realize, oh yeah, Dan and Tom aren't there. I'm not actually talking to them. Uh, that's probably, that's what happens in it. But anyway, with the, the last thing we're going to talk about, Dan, um, as you've noticed, this week is reshuffle in the cabinet. Obviously, we've got to talk about this. Actually, um, had a shock. I thought I had a shocking week for uh, fantasy football, but Mike had a worse week, I saw um oh, he had week. <laughs> he had a, i luckily obviously left harland as my captain well good did you leave harland as your captain i did yeah did. good job yeah. it was time. intentional as well though because i thought with chelsea i was like it's gonna be golf like i was like yeah yeah it was great what game that was beautiful absolutely fantastic was, yeah. um 
I, I did the uh, I did the unthinkable as well, and I made my transfers literally before the games had finished. I was like, I was like, I know what I need to do for next week. I was like, I'm taking these changes, and I and I pulled the trigger. I watched the Tottenham. Was it Tottenham game? Saw the Tottenham result. I pulled the trigger on my transfers straight away because that was the first game of the weekend, wasn't it? I think. And I, yeah. pulled, my, I pulled the trigger. After watching them play, I was like, they're not going to win for a little while. You can see how key Madison was for them and their whole team. And I just, too many changes, yeah. too many things missing now with suspensions. And I was like, no, I was like, took Son out straight away. I've, I think my team now is, is looking so good. I'm, I'm doing a similar thing. I think I'm saving up and I think I can move Son and get Salah now or next week. That's what I've done. So I've, yeah. I've got. I've managed to get Haaland and Salah. I'm one of the few people I think that's managed to to, to do it. Mm. Uh, it means I've got three people on the bench that are ropey as, but I think yeah. I can. I think I can deal with that for a couple of weeks. So I get a couple of free transfers, then I'll, I'll change my up. But yeah. Cole Palmer is a revelation at five million. To be fair, I know I might have to. I think I might need to so, dabble. I think I've gone somewhere else with like. Yeah, I got Cole Palmer in, and he was. I mean, he. I bought him for like 4.9. He's worth 5.2 mm. now. But I got Jared Bowen as well. Like Jared Bowen is just like knocking goals in for fun. Um, yeah, I'm quite happy with my team, to be fair now. I think I do need to get rid of Saka. I'm still not sure on Saka, but... He just um, plays every game. That's the thing. And he's just like... Yeah. I still don't think... Even though he's already got like five goals and a few, like a fair few assists, like still hasn't hit his stride. That's yeah, what... Yeah, like, when I look what, at the points, like Jared Bowen's got more points than him. Do you know? I'm like... Mm. But, but you're like he's a blue chip player he's just going to play every game Arsenal are going to be in every game and that's the other thing like West Ham might if they're playing City you're probably going to drop uh, him if Saka's playing City you're probably not going to drop him it's like one of those undroppable players right that's what I always think I'm, it's like, I'm going to play a premium for a blue chip um, yeah yeah that's right but yeah. anyway in the, in the cabinet it's reshuffle week everybody they're excited but I thought this was the main story obviously the the racist twat that says Suella Braverman, Suella Braverman has gone um, but what is the most fantastic thing is not David Cameron coming back don't worry um, I, we're not going to discuss political allegiances on this podcast that'd be a very odd thing to do um, <laughs> is Esther McVeigh has uh, entered the cabinet um do you know what she unofficial title is? No, I don't even know who she is. No, no lie until yesterday. Um, so her unofficial title um is the Minister of Common Sense. Fuck oh, off. <laughs> this is serious. This is serious. Esther McVeigh bring as a common sense sar. Um, if you type in the Minister of Common Sense, that is what she is coming. Um, <laughs> because she's, they're concerned about the woke nature of certain things and certain right-wing-ism within, the, obviously, the party and their woke oh. natures of other. So she's tackling the scourge of wokery. Um, she's going to be applying common sense to certain things. She's a plain-seeking northerner with different views. Uh, there we go. So that's what's going to happen. That we have... Good fucking Lord. Uh, <laughs> you've just Googled it, right? It's a real thing. Yeah. It's been covered by like, it's The Guardian, The Independent, because I was like, I-, I said it to my mate, and he was like, that's not real. And I was like, yeah, Independent, Guardian. I was like, because when I looked at it, I was GB News. I was like, really? Um, the Telegraph? Yeah. Go Google it. Thank me later. <laughs> 
<laughs> the common sense minister. Anyway, yeah. On that note, I feel like that. I feel like that broken stupid things on the internet. Um, yeah, we're to retire like the section. That is, yeah, if you brought that back, that would be number one. Fucking <laughs> nice. hell! Um, absolute madness. All right. Any other business, that's mate? Enough. That's enough for today. See you later, guys. <laughs> that's enough that's internet for today. Just turn it yeah, off. Yeah, I it's need done. a break now for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I need a break. I mean, yeah. All right. Obviously, yeah. Uh, we may have a break for a couple of weeks. I might get a guest on. Um, obviously, is there anybody who you want? Uh, let me know. I'm sure, there's some people that I can probably get on. Um, yeah. Who? I don't know. Do I want to talk to anybody? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Is it the same as you? <laughs> All right, I'll yeah, I'll get I'll get Isabella. That'll probably be better. Uh, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> we can talk about her boyfriend. It'll be fine. How is Tristan? Uh, yeah, his birthday party. Yeah, it was good. Apparently, so yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, that's, all, that's, all I got, that's all I heard. So. <laughs> excellent. All right, um, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. We may not catch you in the next couple of weeks, but we'll catch you at some point um, before December, more than likely. All right, but thanks for listening. Thank you.